What is going on, my friends? This is Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. Hopefully you're woke. Um, I know I am. It's Monday, baby. It's ready to, it's that time, game time. Uh, and I'm fired up. Okay, we've got a great guest for you guys this morning. Look, if you're not already going through our challenge, investing in yourself, if that's something that you want to um, commit to and, and is part of uh, you believe you getting results versus just kind of looking for stuff on YouTube and hoping that you find uh, a home run from some free video or something, um, then, then I invite you to also invest in our blueprints. Um, this is a, a training experience and a program that's unlike anything else out there. Uh, we have the success stories to prove it. Hundreds and hundreds going on, uh, you know, probably over a thousand now. Uh, people who have, um, you know, posted results uh, on a daily basis. We have people on this wake up show who are who are coming on as a live testament with no prep, totally unscripted. Um, and uh, now is your time. Now is the time to do it. Uh, so uh, get get in the middle of the boat, as as I like to say, and as I was told and have been told several times when I've been trying to get results with something, don't be hanging on to the side, uh, sort of off with one foot in and one foot out. Uh, get in the middle of the boat. Hold on. Take control of the steering wheel, and uh, we'll give you the map to be able to get to where you want to go. But you have to you know, be willing to hold the steering wheel, be willing to go up over some, some, some 10-footers, some five footers, maybe even some 15 foot waves. Okay. Cause that's what entrepreneurship is all about. And quite frankly, if that doesn't excite you, then maybe entrepreneurship is not right for you. Okay. So with that being said, let's bring in all the way from, let's see, where's this guy coming in from Canada, baby, another Canadian, Kevin, what's going on, my brother. Hi, thank you, Dave, for having me excited to be here. Kevin Fernando, Kevin Fernando, dude, so great to meet you and uh, excited to learn about your journey and what uh, th this online, you know, v sort of experience has been like for you. Take us back, man, and, and tell us a little bit about how you even got started in this wild, wild west in the first place. Yeah, man. Uh, so I've been an online entrepreneur essentially for 10 plus years now. And really, I, and, and in the online world, that, that's long. That, you know, that, that's a little bit yeah. old. That's like, dog, that's like dog years, man. That's like <laughs> years. It's, it's true. You know, and you think about how much technology has evolved. So, I yeah. mean, I've, I've, I'll just say this, that I've done practically every model, right? I've done a lot of stuff and I'll just go through some of the highlights. Like, you know, originally I... You know, which is different from a lot of people. You know, my first online business was actually an agency. It was an e-learning agency. You know, I was making online courses for organizations. And, you know, this was, uh, I had a whole remote team back back before remote work was so popular and freelancers were so popular. People would be like, hey, what the hell? Like, you, your people don't work in your office? <laughs> yeah. So, but any, anyways, you know, I ran this e-learning agency and, you know, I, I always say to myself, had I known when I started it, you know, when I was so green, had I known how much I didn't know, I may have not started it. <laughs> you know, So I think naivety, I, I think was a, is a bit of the, uh, you know, some of the best parts of that, but yeah, yeah, I ran that for about six years and then 
after that, you know, I really started dabbling, you know, and that was more of like a real B2B, you know, had, I had a business partner and that was, you know, less so than, you know, your traditional online business. But after that, I got into really online, you know, more traditional online businesses. I've ran, I had a, a brand affiliate programs with Reddit. I've done a couple of e-commerce stores that I sold. Um, you know, I have a YouTube channel and I, I do a number of affiliate products on there. I've built some apps. Actually, just last year, I launched a resort, uh, a resort comparison site. And obviously when it launched a month later was the pandemic and <laughs> <laughs> and so the hotel industry went up in flames. So I, I can say that, you know, it's been a lot of base hits. It's been, you know, some good ones, some, a lot of failures, but it, it's a journey. And I, but the, the one thing I can say is I've taken all my learnings with, with me. And most recently, I'm really excited to partner with you. So, you know, this is probably my most recent venture and, and you know, I'm really, really happy to have, uh, you know, found the opportunity here to partner up. Yeah. So what do you what do you um, what do you think has been good about all these different things that you've done, and what do you think has been the downfall? Because it sure has been a lot of hopping around and doing lots of different things, yeah. and that sounds that sounds it kind of like whoa, this guy's done a lot. But I I also know that that there you know as an entrepreneur, there's there's a challenge with kind of saying no to opportunity and, and actually, you, you know, you, so as a serial entrepreneur, which you are clearly, I have those tendencies as well to talk about a little bit about how the pros of having so much freedom to do whatever you want. And also the, the cons, if, if you're picking up what I'm putting down, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So I think the pros are learning, right? You get to learn a lot of different things and you get to expose yourself to a lot of different things. And if you're in the process where you're still kind of figuring out what you're interested in and where you fit in, um, mm. I, I think that's helpful because then you expose yourself to a lot of things. Yeah. But, um, but to your point, you know, I think the cons are twofold, really. One is you never become a master, right? If you're always doing different things, then it's difficult to become a master of anything. And, you know, with any business, obviously, it, you know, there's that investment period in, and the investment is not just money, but it's in skills and learning and, and those kinds of things before you start to see, right? Like I would say, like, you know, it's exponential growth, right? It's, you know, you put a lot of work in and then it starts to show up. So I think one of the learnings would be that that part of it, which is, you know, you don't, uh, you know, it can take you longer than saying I've done one thing for 10 years. Now, of course, that's also a risk if it doesn't work out. But the other thing is, I would say, um, it's not having a system, right? Like in terms of the learnings, I've had to figure out a lot of things the hard way, you know, rather than having any sort of system. So I think that's another one of the cons. And the final thing I'll say is, um, I think, Possibly it's, you know, one of the things I'll just put it like this, you know, I, you know, I, I, I went through two incubators. I've been through two accelerators for startups. You know, in my mind, I got into my head that, Hey, I'm going to be that Silicon Valley whiz kid kind of story, right? Where it's like, Hey, sure. you're go get investment and all of this stuff. And I realized, you know, that, you know, having gone through a bit of that journey, got a little bit of traction, but you know, as I mentioned, you know, like I like to say, I didn't reach escape velocity with that. 
I realized, hey, you know what? That's not who I am. Who I am is a scrappy online entrepreneur with you know a deep digital market entrepreneurship background, but that's not where I fit in. So I think, yeah. So I think I, I think I'm sort of addressing you. Hopefully, I'm answering your question. But yeah, I just think it's you know it gives you the opportunity to try and figure out who you are. But if you have a system in place, then I, I think that's also valuable. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, and I'm interested in this escape velocity uh, term that you have and that you're using, but I just want to say, piggyback on your answer, from my experience, and I do have experience, uh, you know, doing different things and feeling a bit scattered, um, like I'm, you know, doing, you know, a like I just don't really have my, sorry, dropped my my, my stress ball here. <laughs> uh, like I don't really have a focus, you know, like I'm not really building on something right. like I'm not really building and I don't really have a simple business that's creating predictable profits more. So I'm just kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall, but I'm presenting to the world. Like I've like I'm in business and I kind of got it all together, but behind the scenes, like in and internally I'm feeling very scattered and I'm feeling very unsure and I don't have a lot of certainty. Mm -hmm. Right. And I've, I've been through that before. Um, and, uh, and, and I'm still, I'm still, I'm still, uh, tempted with, with those various different schemes, if you will, like I call it sort of like a shiny object syndrome or a scheme. It's like, and not like a pyramid scheme. I'm not talking, I'm like a scheme, like I'm scheming for like right. cryptocurrency or like that fast kind of, can I get in and make a quick buck or something? Um, you know, I, I know a lot of our marketers get hit up in their, they're subscribed to a thousand lists. They're, uh, you know, they're getting hit up by people who are saying, oh, legend, you know, in, one of the common things that happens in our, in our group is people join our Facebook group and then they have these little, you know, sharks that hit them up in private message and say, oh, legendary sucks. But I have this other fast little thing that oh, you can make money quickly with. Right. And so that's a temptation. And now all of a sudden, instead of mastering the skill, which I think was brilliant, brilliantly put by you, they're off to another thing. And then they're off to another thing. And they never really give themselves a chance to be able to pick up traction and develop real skills. And so, you know, that's how that's been sort of my experience and also what I think a lot of our marketers experience. And that's why, why I had asked you that. Does that make sense? Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. I, I think, you know, thinking back as you're saying that reflecting on my journey, um, you know, when I was really early on, I had everyone sort of has these ideas of, you know, are there these get rich quick kind of schemes online that you see, right? You see on YouTube every week, there's my Billy made 30,000 in my two week system. <laughs> right? No, Billy didn't. <laughs> if Billy did, he's one. And then you'll go to their page and at the bottom, they'll have their standard income claim disclaimer. Right, like none of these claims are real, right? But yeah, um, but the average person doesn't experience that. I mean, that's like one of the biggest things that I learned about making disclosures is, yeah, Billy may have done that, but the average person who buys anything or joins anything doesn't get shit because they don't do right. shit because they don't commit and they're scattered. 
and Dave, you you said you hit the nail on the head, right? Like you don't do shit. And 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 the reality is, here's where I fell apart. And I think the second example is probably not what everyone's doing. So more so than for me, the get rich quick, I was doing something even worse. I was looking for the Facebook, the the single home run, right? Yeah. I would do a ton of work. And then think that that would be like, hey, you know, there's nothing, 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 and then boom, right? And so that's also terrible. But, you know, what I've learned, you know, recently, obviously working with you and, and, and you know, going back to my YouTube channel is there is something to be said to gradually learning and building and improving. And as your skills improve and you're, you build a business that is predictable, that doesn't require you to be a genius, Right. Like, you know, like there's, I, I see exactly like you were saying, there's the one end where it's, you got to be a scammer or super lucky or, you know, deluded. And then there's the, you have to be a genius, but I think it's, you know, with, uh, you know, definitely there's methods out there. It's more possible than ever for an average person who's willing to work hard and put in the work and, you know, and learn just to make it with a predictable system that's informed by data. Yeah. Well, and also as we get older, I'm 37 now, dude. I got two small kids at home. Yeah. Like I need systems. I need predictability. I need to, I can't work 20 hours a day like I used to. Right. There's some of you cats on here who can and more power to you. We got a lot of young people that are, you know, coming from TikTok and so forth. And that's great. If you can do that, if you can, like I started when I was 25, 26 now I did, I have an older kid as well, but you know, I had, I wasn't taking care of toddlers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like taking care of toddlers is a different ball game. Like my wife's at home with the kids today because our nanny was there last night because we like to bring her sometimes so we can sleep through the night. Right. So <laughs> that's what we're juggling. And you know, I, for me today, like if I had to start all over again, I would do exactly what we teach here. Like I wouldn't in in I wouldn't go and try to do a startup. I wouldn't go and try to get venture capital. I don't know those businesses <laughs> anyways. I don't know those, but I wouldn't go to take a business loan out to start a franchise. I wouldn't I wouldn't do any of that. I would start a TikTok account. I would start a YouTube channel. And I would start creating content and I know I would start a blog and I would repurpose my videos into blog posts and I would strip the audio and put them on a podcast. And I would take, I would, I would take some of those posts and post them on a Facebook group or on my Facebook timeline. Right. So I'm, I'm repurposing, but I would know after a year that if I delivered a lot of quality content that I could probably make. 20, 30, 40, 50,000 in that year, more experienced, I could make more. But even starting out brand new, if you just commit 12 months, you could make enough in a year to survive and build your list and build your trust and rapport with your audience. And then year two, you got predictable 20, 30,000 a month that's not a guarantee. I'm just, this is a hypothetical, what my plan would be year and, two. That would be, I'd be getting income from YouTube. I'd be, I'd have a deep funnel the exactly how we teach with an affiliate offer or two or three. 
right in the front of my funnel, one one front door, and then my follow-up series, two, three other offers, coaching, maybe a course, something like that. In year two, I'd be in those 20, 30,000 a month deals and then and then just up from there. That's 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 how clearly I see this. And the problem is when people are coming in starting out brand new, they just can't see past it. You know, they just can't see into that 6 months, 12 month period to where you have to commit and and delay your gratification, right? Dave, you you spot on. Literally, and I was just talking to Matt about this. Literally this morning, right? And, and I, I wanted to bring this up with you. Literally this morning, I get an email from you know someone who's on my channel, and they're like, "I'm going to skip." I Kevin, the problem is I'm totally new to these. I don't know a lot about online sales or marketing. I just want to try it out, and I'm tired of owing before I start making money. So, and, and I, you know, wanted to ask you, you as well, like what that expectation of, you know, that get rich quick mentality, that expectation, Dave, what do you think for someone, you know, you mentioned the 12 months, is that for someone who's full-time or like, how would you adjust your expectations? Like you talked about, if you do have a family, if you do have maybe a part-time, how do you sort of expect, adjust your expectations with a great model? Like you're saying here, where it's predictable. Yeah. So are you talking about like, how fast can I make my money back? Well, that's always the question, right? It's a trap. <laughs> that is a trap question coming from a broke minded person. And I have to understand that if I take that bait as the marketer, as the salesperson, if I take that bait and I start backpedaling in, in trying to set in trying to convince them that my thing can deliver for them then I've both of us lose because I'm not going to make a sale as a marketer or salesperson, and they're not going to be challenged to look at themselves and take responsibility for their success. So instead, what I do when somebody says, well, how much, how fast can I make my money back? As if I'm on trial, <laughs> right? As if my work and my dedication is on trial. What I do is I, I put away the broke bait. I say, that's a broke bait question in my mind. I say, this person's coming at me with broke bait mentality. So I'm, I'm what I'm going to do is I'm going to dangle out some money bait. And I'm going to put it back on them. And I say, look, I'm not willing to take responsibility for your success or your failure, my friend. I'm just not. That's boundaries that I have in my life. And I've worked hard to get to where I'm at. Our program, our product doesn't need to be on trial. We've got success stories. The model's proven. I, I didn't invent it. The question is, when are you ready to do something different about your situation? And if you're ready to do something different about your situation, you could probably succeed at anything that you do. You can definitely succeed at this if you're ready to do something different. But the question is, why is this time going to be different for you? Mm. And shut up. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're spot on there, Dave. And you know, it's it's unfortunately the and I understand, right? I understand where people are coming from, right? You know, they're in a financial situation they want to get out of, or they want to aspire to live a certain lifestyle, and they're but. You know, what I, what I tell people sometimes as well is like, look, man, I learned a lot of this shit 10 years, 
thousands of dollars of time, of money and time invested. And, you know, you know, had I learned this one principle, this other or this system, you you know, whatever the investment you make is, there's. I'm hearing a bit of an echo. Um, are, are you getting it on your end? That voice no. yeah, yeah, I was. I was getting an echo too. Oh, from okay. me or him? Uh, uh, on Kevin. Okay. I think uh, it's good now. Okay, weird. <laughs> but, but no, but what I was saying is like, you know, you have to think about the time savings, right? Like in terms of if it takes you now 10 years or five years to do this versus like Dave, you said like a year with the right system, what is your time worth? What is that worth to you, right? So I think people are looking at it sh in a short, short-sighted short mindset as opposed to, hey, what does this look like in the future? And as you said, Dave, I think the biggest piece and you hit on the head there is like, are you, is this a, like, are you trying this out or is this a commitment to you? Are you serious about this? And, and if you're not serious, what I would advise is like, you know, like you were saying, yeah, you know, YouTube's not, and learning stuff on YouTube and TikTok's not going to help you, but maybe dabble with it and see if you want to get serious and yeah. then we'll be ready to get serious. The, the biggest thing that attracts that sort of question is, is when, when marketers and salespeople dangle broke bait. And what broke bait is for a marketer, a salesperson is desperate marketing, yeah. all right? That there is a big difference in, in desperate marketing and marketing that comes off as I don't need your money and I'm not here to convince you of shit. <laughs> There's a very big difference between that. And the reason why those sort of questions, see, I don't ever get those questions from people. And I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that I'm something special or maybe, maybe people are intimidated or something. I don't know. But even back in the day, I, I, when I was actively on the phone, actively affiliate marketing, just in the trenches every day, and that's all I did, um, I didn't get that question a lot. And the reason why was because I was really raw with telling people what this business was like. And I would get them excited about taking on challenges and I would get them excited. I would talk about this being hard. I would talk. It's the same. It's the same thing about how I talk about my addiction, heroin addiction, homelessness, high school dropout, teenage father, arrest. You know, I ran from the cops and crashed my car into a house, like all this kind of shit when I was in my early twenties. Nobody can ever use that against me though. Because I've already given it to you. So you can't dig up any dirt on me. Dave Sharp's as clean as a whistle, not because I am, because you know everything about me. You know exactly who I am. So in my marketing, the other thing that I'm doing is while I'm demonstrating what's possible and, and, and also constantly hitting on pain points, like, hey, telling stories about how I used to hate my job and hate my boss, et cetera, because I know that relates the, the, the person that I'm marketing to can relate to that. I'm also talking about how this shit is hard. I'm talking about how it takes commitment. I'm talking about how that that I I get excited about challenges. I get excited about overcoming things. And as I mix that into my marketing, that eliminates all those dumb questions because I'm not marketing it like it's a get rich quick scheme. I'm not marketing it like it's an MLM, right? I'm not marketing it like that. I'm having real conversations with in, in talking about just like I introed the show. I was like, entrepreneurship is probably not for you if you can't figure out how to get excited about challenges. 
because challenges are going to come anyways. So you might as well just get excited about them and expect them instead of having them hit you like a two by four every time they pop up. Aren't you tired of being surprised by challenges and then acting surprised? I see people who are 40 and 50 and 60 years old and they're like, I just can't believe that. Why can't you believe that some shit happened? That's life. Life is about suffering. And that's what life's about. So what I, what I like to do in my marketing is talk about how stuff is hard. Talk about the reality of entrepreneurship. And that eliminates all that dumb shit that people ask, like, how, how fast can I make my money back? It's like, how fast do you want to get to work and stop being a little bitch? I mean, I'm just being real. It's like, I don't say that stuff to people because I, I can't and I don't, I don't endorse our you know, BPA saying that or our customer support saying that, but damn it, I'm being real right now. And that's the truth. Like how fast do you want to stop messaging people and asking them how long until I can get my money back? I mean, aren't you tired of living like that? Like that's such a small below your potential way to live, you know? So I'm not, I can put out that energy without saying those exact words. You know what I mean? Like we're having a high level conversation here, but I think that energy is how we eliminate that sort of dumbass shit popping up because people are like, fuck, you know, I either like it or I don't like it, but this cat's not lying. You know what I mean? Spot on, Dave. Can't, can't disagree with what <laughs> you said. And you know, it, it, the other part of it is, and I, I think you touched on it earlier is, um, you know, this isn't for everyone, right? I, I got to be honest with you. 99% of people, uh, you know, I, I got this whole video about it, but anyways, 99% of people, you know, they never, they come up with an, they're drinking tequila with their buddies and they come up with some fucking idea that they're going to go do 90, probably at least half of the people never take it past that romanticized stage. Right. Uh, probably 80, 90% of people may try or something, or maybe a little bit more try. But I find most people, exactly like you're saying about challenges, they can never get past the part where they get punched in the face, right? Like you come up with your idea. Totally. You get hit one time and you're like, ah! you, you never run and you cry and you never come back yeah, to the never. ring. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know what, Dave, like, like you said, entrepreneurship is about just, you know, if, as long as you just keep getting up, like if you want to use a boxing analogy and like, then, you know, you're going to win. And it's like, okay, this guy just keeps getting knocked down and just keeps getting up, just keeps getting up. This idiot doesn't know when to quit. <laughs> but as long as you're training in between fights and getting better, then eventually you're, you know, if, if, if you're good at it, and, if, and, and this is the other thing I say, you have to have some natural ability, right? Not everything is for everyone, right? You have to have the ability to learn. <laughs> right? You have to have the ability and or know how you learn because people learn differently. But yeah, but yeah, David, just I, I, you have to have the ability to take. You have to have the ability to not be an arrogant asshole. I think is the other thing that you have to have the ability to do is because so many people come in, Kevin, and they just are so stuck up their own ass about what they know and that they can't learn anything, and that they already have it all figured out, yet they're scouring the internet for ways to make their life better and make more money. And it's just like, for me, it's like, just like what you said at the beginning of the show, it's like, I used to think I knew everything, and I was such an arrogant ass. And, and now it's like, 
I'm more confident because of what I know I don't know. I'll say that again. I'm more confident as a person because I know what I don't know. And I don't walk around trying to pretend like I know everything, you know, and constantly making an ass out of myself. I mean, my wife's been with me for 13 years and some of the things that she's had to endure and watch me do, I just can't even imagine. It's sort of like that face, constant face palm. It's like, here this asshole goes again. You know what I mean? And it's like, so now I'm to this point to where I'm not saying I don't still do dumb shit and act arrogant, but right, right, man, I just know a lot more about what I don't know. And I really try to seek out and surround myself with good quality people that tell me the truth and that, you know, I can lean on for advice and I stay accountable and I share my, my truth and, and it's, it, it works out a lot better. So I think that the, the mandatory things for people to succeed in this are that you have to be willing to be humble. You just have to be willing to be honest and humble, man, and just say, you know what? Like my life is kind of fucked right now and everything I've tried in, in the way that I've tried it has not really worked out. My best thinking got me right here where I'm at. And I really need to be humble in this season of my life and, and just like take some direction and be patient and stop trying to do it my way, which is this how, you know, that's a perfect example of the mindset. How fast can I make my money back? Well, how fast have you ever made money? I mean, up until this point, <laughs> you've probably, if you, if you, if you made money fast, you, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now because you wouldn't be looking to try to make money fast with what I got. You, I'd be calling you. So it's like I need to just just sit in my seat and put my my seatbelt on and get ready for a ride, you know, and like trust the pilot, but be willing to put, like you say, put in the work. Um, we should have named this how to not be a little bitch and make your first dollar this this show, but we didn't name it that. We named it um, serial entrepreneur hitting escape velocity. So I'm wondering what escape velocity is to you. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just, just to back it out, even it's, it's like a space term, right? So, you know, when a spaceship, when a spaceship, it has to reach a certain speed, you know, it's being pulled down by gravity, right? It's going up and it's just being pulled. It's got to fight, 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 fight. And then it gets into the frictionlessness of space and just continues going. Right. So, um, you know, it's a term I use and it's kind of something I'm co coining, right? It, it, it's, it's, yeah, thank you. Um, you know, it's it's just I find, you know, the hardest part and not to say the journey won't get harder, but the hardest part is, you know, reaching that escape velocity. And for me, I've had a lot of time up in the stratosphere. Right. But I don't feel I've, I've reached that escape velocity and escape velocity to me means, you know, I could literally shut everything off. I'd never do that. And then just be floating. Right. You could be a permanent investor. Money's a machine. Work for yourself. Never have to do anything again. Right. And I could live a lifestyle that that's completely fine. Right. So and, and that's what I mean by that is just, you know, I feel like I've done a lot and but I feel like I'm still not in the stratosphere. Right. I don't I still I feel like I'm past the planet. Right. Where I'm in the yeah. bounty of space. So that's that's kind of it. And and Dave and, and the reason for that, going back to what you're saying is 
I've done a lot and, uh, you know, and maybe I'm different from most, but I've done a lot of needlessly difficult things. Like, <laughs> like why the fuck am I trying to make apps? Right? Like, <laughs> oh my God, like I, I made, I made a B2B sales app, blew 30 K on this, went through multiple incubators and like Salesforce is here. You're not beating Salesforce. Right. So, you know, I, I think Dave, so I think, you know, I've had a lot of time up here, but I think it's a lot due to, you know, maybe like you said, right. Maybe ego, maybe it's, you know, just being blind to the market, being blind to listening to the signals in the world and learning right from, you know, and I think, you know, maybe stubbornness. So now I'm back on a path where it's, Hey, look, this is not a get rich quick scheme, but it's a system. It's predictable. I get data back daily that I know that things are working, right? It's not, I'm building this thing in my basement. I'm going to bring it out one day after two years. The world's going to be like, wow. <laughs> and, then, and then you bring it out and everybody's like, fuck, that thing was, you know, somebody invented that two years ago, dumbass. You just were buried in your basement, right? Or whatever, right? Or you're 30,000 in debt. And it's like everybody, you bring this out and you're like, isn't it great? And everybody's like, I don't get it. <laughs> you know I mean? Hey, true story, man. It hurts to laugh at, but <laughs> I know. Well, that's every entrepreneur thinks what they do is the greatest thing. It's and, true. And then it, it, and it's like, that's the worst thing, even with creating a course. Like, like you, so many people go and create their course and they like spend months and months and months recording videos and then they, they never learned how to sell. So they can't even yeah. sell it. Or, or, or the way that they're framing it is like, you know, nobody, nobody gets it or understands it. It's just, it's always for me, I always write the sales letter first, right? Before I do anything, before I try to even create a course or, or sell anything, I write the sales letter first to make sure that I can sell it. And then I go and do a test in the market and see if anybody wants to buy it. And then, and then it might be, you know, something, some idea that I have and I'll sell it and it'll be, I'll deliver it on like a one day Zoom workshop or something. And that's what I love about this business. You say the instant feedback, you know, I can take any idea that I have that might help somebody in the, right, my information in, in that niche. Now, whether it's make money, whether it's health, whether it's, you know, diabetes, whatever, whatever niche I'm in. And I can take an idea and I can write an email about it and send it out to my list and say, reply to this if this sounds like something that you're interested in, you know, if this resonates with you. And you can get instant feedback to, to know whether your angles, where you're at with, with, you know, touching on people's pain points. You know, if you have an offer that you want to make for a, a course or a workshop or a, or a coaching program, instantly you can send an email out to your list, even if it's only 100 people, and say, reply one, if this really sounds good, reply two, if this is not something you're interested in, and then you know, you know, for the rest who didn't reply, they're all twos, right? They weren't interested, you know? So yeah, man, I, 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 really, I really get that, uh, that sort of, that sort of, typical entrepreneur and it's also what's taught in school 
which is, you know, go to college for a long ass time, take out tons of loans and then get out and you need financing, you need funding. We all watch Shark Tank and we think, oh, that's how you start a business. You need to have an investor. I need I need to go borrow money. And it's like, no, you don't. You need savings, maybe a credit card, right? Because just in America, everything's put on a credit card. You need a credit card and you you need to just be willing to go out there and, and start selling marketing. That's why we're called legendary marketer and not legendary coach or because people would think, oh, I just want to be a coach, right? I just want to, I can just become a coach, a life coach. And it's like, no, <laughs> because you don't know how to sell. You don't know how to sell your life coaching services. So no, you what you need to do is become a marketer and then you can sell anything. You can sell affiliate products. You can sell courses, coaching, events, any of that stuff and experience what you call, uh, what do we call it? Escape velocity. Dave, look, I, I, obviously I'm on the show, but I'm not, and I'm not trying to blow smoke up your ass, but to be honest, one of the things that, you know, from your course that really resonated with me was, you know, I think you talk about imparting the value of exactly like you said, selling, right? Like selling is the most fundamental skill in, in sense of your life to get a date you're selling. <laughs> right to get a job you're selling to at any given time you are you know and and it's so funny like you're saying where you know you, and this is the reason why you have phd scientists who work for people rather than being you know a million you know like the guys who are building elon's rocket ships right they have the skills but they don't know how to sell or market which are the most right. So not to say you don't need the skills, but so, so I completely agree with you there that, you know, just being a, and, and to your point about, you know, instant feedback, you know, one of the, my favorite things I say is like the market doesn't lie. Right. I had those delusions in my, you know, in my basement with my buddies building the startup, right. Where you think it's going to be wonderful, but the market does not give a fuck or maybe they do, but the sooner you can find out, well, better. Right? I lie to myself all the time, but the market never lies to me, right? <laughs> yeah, the market's cruel. Don't get me wrong. I know, man. But, oh, it's beautiful. but if you can embrace it and 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 keep and and use it as this instant feedback. I mean, the beauty about about Facebook and social media and all this instant connection, instant, is that you can take an idea and and instantly know how that what you need to adjust get instant feedback from your audience i just realized your youtube channel somebody came through and uh became a coaching client here from watching some of your stuff on a on your channel and uh said that they really really dug your content so thank you, thank you. your youtube channel up here solopreneur uh kevin fernando you guys can go check him out uh on on youtube um you're getting back into the YouTube game and I think you're going to do, I think you're going to do great. I think also uh, the, you know, for you and anybody else who can grasp this, I think Kevin understands it. That's why you're doing it. The more things you can create that are your own, like you're kind of coining this term escape velocity, you know, the more you can kind of coin your own terminologies come up with your own sort of little terms that you call things or that, that are sort of your own. Um, it, it creates curiosity and it also is specific to you. And that's besides just your face and your voice being your brand, those sort of terms, you know, for me, you can kind of see, you know, we've obviously got terms and little sayings that we have here, but I, you know, we have colors 
it's black. It, you know, I wear the same thing every day. You know, people probably think I'm homeless and I'm the shit, you know, cause I pretty much do wear the same shirt every day, but it's, it's, it doesn't matter. Cause nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares about what I'm wearing. I just, I'm branding over time. Just, you know, keeping it consistent, you know, doing the same things. I moved houses, moved offices. I'm working out of a house instead of an office, but I reinstalled this wall behind me. It just is what I was using before. It's just, and I don't need, it doesn't need to be fancy. It's just consistency breeds comfortability with people, familiarity. And the more they see you, the more consistently they see you, even at the same times, it's like a TV show, you know, you know when it's on, you know what the setup's going to be, you know what the framework's going to be, you know what the the, the theme is going to be, you know what the intro is going to be, you know what the outro is going to be. And in that breeds trust, you know, that breeds trust as well as good content, good edutainment, as I call it, education combined with entertainment. And the more you guys do that, you know, and not overcomplicated. Every time you have a wild, complicated idea, just say, no, thank you today, right? No, thank you today. Maybe tomorrow, right? Maybe tomorrow, but not today. Today, I'm going to stay on track. Today, I'm going to I'm gonna put a, a, a deposit into my investment account. Today, I'm not going to try to get rich quick with Dogecoin or Bitcoin or whatever else it is, right? Today, I'm just going to put money into my 401k. Today, I'm going to put money into what I know works. And by the way, that also is my investment philosophy, right? I just put money into real estate. I put money into the, to, to, my, to my investment portfolio that's managed by an expert. I'm not sitting around all day trying to get rich with all these various things, right? And I do the same thing with my business. Every day, I put an investment into my long-term portfolio. Just put an investment. Doesn't need to be a million dollar investment. Doesn't need just an investment, maybe a hundred dollars, right? It's just consistent daily. And then you know what? Over time, I'm gonna be Warren Buffett, man. I'm gonna be the Warren Buffett of marketing. I'm gonna be the Warren Buffett of investing. Not because I was this great, brilliant dude who had these monster days and broke records, but because I made deposits every day. And nobody else was willing to make a deposit every day like me. You know what I mean? Dave, you're absolutely right. And I and I think it's, you know, just a commentary on society. Why, you know, why is it that it seems like people don't want to do hard things, but they secretly know great, you know, what my favorite expression ever is greatness is never on sale. Mm. Right? Greatness is success is never on discount. Mm. But it's sold like it is. It's marketed like it is. <laughs> you should say that all the time. You I should say that all the time. Dude. I, and, you know, I wish I could. It's sort of a, I got it from a modified, a modified. Thank you. Maybe I will, right? Like, you say it all the time. I don't give a fuck where you got it from. <laughs> it makes so much sense. And, and and that's the point. Like I like for example, we all know weight loss is consistent effort. For example, getting into shape day after day after day. No one day is going to show you anything. Oh, but, I'm counting calories right now on my fitness pal, dude. There you I'm go. Buddy. So so my goal is to lose a pound a week, man. It's just right. But just, but every every night, uh, you know, you see infomercials like you can do it quick, and making money is so. You know, it's the same, right? I mean, I, I think like we're talking about, 
you know, on if you look at like, you know, there is the outliers, the 5% that do some scheme and blow up. And then there are the the 1% or 2 5% that do the Facebook, <laughs> right? But yeah. if, for the, the rest of us, if you put in consistent effort, you will have a great lifestyle, but people want the reward before they get the thing, right? Like, like and the other thing I, you know, I find is like, like, you know, like people watch like, musicians and like basketball players and athletes and they're like you know they only see them winning a, a trophy winning a championship they didn't see how many fucking 5 a.m practices they showed up to how many yeah. hours no one sees that part no yeah. one see even like when you watch a movie right like an entrepreneurship movie they'll show like the two minute montage of them working hard and then the other hour and a half of the movie is the great lifestyle they have right it should actually be flipped it should be yeah. a shitty movie where this person's doing shitty, boring work <laughs> for like one hour, 45 minutes, and the nice part's five minutes. But that five minutes is- That doesn't sell, beautiful. man. I mean, <laughs> we got to give them what they want on the front end, give them what they need on the back end. That's always been my philosophy with selling information, you know, is is give them what they want on the front end, man. You know, don't don't lie about it. Don't be deceptive, but give them what they want. And then slowly introduce them to, to what they need, you know? So I mix in, in my content, you know, I, I mix in mindset stuff. I mix in this, but I, but I, I can't, you know, if I, it's like one of my favorite memes is that meme to where the guy's at the podium and he says, who wants change? And everybody's like me. And then he's like, who wants to change? And then nobody raises their hand. Right. Because everybody wants change. <laughs> nobody wants to wow. change. You know what I mean? Wow. So it's like you got to sell them what they want on the front end with mixing in real talk, you know, but then give them what they need on the back end. Uh, and that is, that's been my, that's been a very successful formula. And it, it allows me as an information marketer to stay in integrity because I deliver on what I sold them, but I also deliver on even more than that. And most of the people who go through and have followed me for years, the biggest thing they talk about is not how much money they made, even though I've helped tons of people make money. And I'm, I'm as surprised by that as anybody else. I'm not like, oh, I'm so fucking great. I just, you know, somehow, some way, I think it's because of the culture. And I think it's because of the second thing, that pe which is what people talk about most it's the personal transformation. You know, it is the getting honest. It is the taking responsibility. It is this, you know, this kind of focus on simplicity and commitment and discipline and developing these skills and trying to make it practical for people. You know, one of the assignments that I give people when they buy the blueprints is clear out your wallet, you know, and then I've got, you know, constant things that I talk about with coaching clients and blueprint members about, other ways to create simplicity in your daily life, you know, because all of our success is based upon clarity and it's based upon simplicity. If I don't have clarity about something, I'm not going to have self-esteem about it. You know, I'm not, if I don't know who I am, you know, I could get really off on a tangent about how we develop uh, how we get disconnected from ourselves at an early age 
uh, when we really need authenticity, we need to be able to express our, our emotions and our anger. And a lot of that's suppressed because angry kids don't get loved. Right. So we, we, we learn not to be ourselves. We learn to be what our parents want us to be. Mm -hmm. And we learn to be what society wants us to be, but not really who we are and not really how we feel. And, you know, um, you know, so so we lack clarity on who we are, especially when we 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 come in to start a business. You know, one of the biggest things is people are just confused. They're so confused about who they are, who what they want to do. Making a decision about anything is so hard, and so getting clarity about who our target audience is, um, you, you know, who are who we want to serve, you know, who we are, what we're good at. Just getting clarity is the first step to developing self esteem. And it's one of the reasons why so many marketers lack self-esteem because they don't have clarity. And so getting clarity about who our market is, who are, what their pain points are, and also getting clarity about ourselves, who we are, you know, what we like, what we don't like, and then building our business in, in ways that honor what we like, you know, and, and, and don't get us doing things that we don't like, or that, you know, if you fucking hate video, why are you trying to build a YouTube channel? Or if you, you know, I, I, it's just, it's just an example, but I mean, I'm not saying people shouldn't challenge themselves to do things, but I'm just saying that we just don't know who we are. Right. So that's why clarity is, is the bedrock to, uh, self-esteem. And it also, as we begin to get clarity, it's also reattaching to our childhood authentic self, man. You know, it's recovering our, 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 our authentic self. That's what entrepreneurship in this journey has been like for me. It's been recovering my authentic self. And then I have to focus on simplifying things on an ongoing basis because all I want to do everything and I, I want to accumulate everything. And I need to constantly work on simplifying, clearing out my closet. I have the same thing to eat every day. Little things that I do that help me simplify and, and get comfortable with less rather than always needing more, more opportunity, more money, more this, more that. If I can be happy with simplicity, then it clears out space for me to be more of my authentic self, focus more on my work, need less so I'm less desperate, right? I need less, right? So I'm less desperate for money. I can, at the beginning of an entrepreneurial journey, you should lower your living expenses. You should go out to eat less. You should eat more ramen, ramen noodles. You should be willing for that year to not buy any new clothes. All those kind of things are what we need to do in our first year. And that's an act of simplicity, right? It's an act of simplifying our lives, right? So I can have more energy and time to focus on my business and finding out who I am, getting clarity about my true authentic self, who I'm serving, who I am, which then leads back up to the self-esteem piece, right? I grow my self-esteem when I do these things that I'm outlining right here. And this is the formula to not just grow in a business, but also growing as a person. And again, back to why I think people have, have, you know, have followed me or have gotten so much results is not because I teach them the magical marketing trick, but it's because I challenge them to, to explore things like what I'm talking about right now. Yeah, Dave, I mean, what you said there, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down in terms of refinding your authentic self and who you were as a child. 
that that's that's you know truly profound you know in the sense you're right like we all lose you know that sense of wonder that sense of you know when you're a kid and they're like what do you want to be on oh, to be an astronaut or you know you lose the world beats you down and says no you got to be realistic you got to be realistic right yeah. and, you got to be a venture capitalist or whatever like with you right with the whole home run like somewhere yeah. somehow that message was delivered to you just from watching entrepreneur stuff and and that was you were like oh i got to do that and i, yeah. I totally get that you know <laughs> i understand that and you're bold and brave enough to go after it you know and in 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 and that's great you know that experience was not in vain no but but you know the truth is i i know i have a lot of friends who are in Silicon Valley, I have some really close friends and I know they're in, 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 you know, their, their, their personal life and what it's like. And whoo, it's not, it's not a dream. What a feeling. <laughs> they all want my life. Absolutely. They all want my life, dude. And I don't want theirs, you know, because Absolutely. they're under so much pressure, uh, uh, boards and all this different. Oh, their investors run them. Oh, you don't have a boss, <laughs> but the authentic self, I think we leave it there because you had a, a, a shift there and in a sort of a, an aha moment. And I think you're such a, 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 a cool cat and you're, you're articulate. And the, I think the more that you personally can connect to your authentic self and really just disconnect from all of this other messaging or all of this, what, what other, whatever story you have in your head, about what society wants from Kevin and instead what does Kevin want? What does Kevin want for his life? What does Kevin want for his business? What does Kevin want his day to look like? What does Kevin want his met? What is Kevin's message? What is Kevin's entrepreneurial message? You know, in, 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 in just focus on that, focus on recovering your true authentic self. Cause you've got all these raw skills and all this raw talent and can clearly do anything you want to do. And if you connect to that authentic self, who you were as a child before you got all this fucked up messaging and, 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 and all these things that created these stories about who Kevin needs to be to be good enough yeah. or who Kevin needs to be in order to be successful or whoever you're trying to get validation from. Yeah. You know, maybe it's parents, maybe it's ex-girlfriends, maybe somebody hurt you along the way. I had lots of people hurt me and I wanted their validation. And just let that stuff go and figure out what does Kevin want? What is Kevin's message? What does Kevin want his business to look like? You might even find out that you don't even want to make that much money. You, you just want a simple life. You want a simple routine in your business. You want to release one quality video per week on YouTube and you're okay. I don't know. I'm not trying to put thoughts in your head, but when you really strive to cancel the noise and, and, and really kind of sit with what do I actually want? And then you, you write that down, you get crystal clear on that. And then you work on simplification every single time something comes in the way of that plan. You really give it 72 hours. I heard Drake say this the other day on an interview. He said, my mom taught me about the 72 hour rule, which is whenever I see something instead of like that's like gossip on the internet or whatever, instead of just running right to social media and responding, I give it 72 hours. And 
you know, after 72 hours, somebody else has done some, done some dumb shit and it's not even a big deal anymore. It's right. It's, or I've just lost all emotion around it. And if, if, if you give yourself that 72 hours, when something comes into your world, an opportunity, something, and you decide, you say, do I really want to pursue this? Or do I want to stay on track with what my goal is here that I've outlined for myself to seek that business that fulfills that authentic self goal that I have for myself? I think this, your potential and what you can achieve with this is way beyond what you probably can even imagine, dude. Thank you. I'll leave you with that. Thank you. I sincerely appreciate you personalizing it. I know we have a lot of people on the call, so but I'm, I'm you know, I'm sure a lot of people take that. Can you know that message applies to really everyone, right? Yeah. So thank you. I'm, I'm definitely gonna take that to heart. As, you know, here's the beautiful thing about like this business for me is that whether you do anything with what I just said or not, by me saying it, it reminds me of what I need to be doing. So. Right. I'm the one you getting on, you're thinking that I'm sitting here helping you. I am, but I'm not. I'm, what I'm actually doing is I'm helping me. And that's one of the things of getting more in touch with your authentic message is when you begin to speak the things that you really believe that you really know are true. And you speak that in videos and you speak that in calls and conversations. What happens is you train yourself through repetition of saying the same things over and over again. And it further solidifies your beliefs about those things. So even if nobody else on your YouTube channel or your list ever takes your advice, <laughs> you know, you're further becoming a more powerful, more, more uh, confident and convicted person, right? You internalize that message more. You internalize that message more. Yeah. Awesome. So, well, brother, I hope you'll come back. I really enjoyed talking. Let me know. <laughs> All right. Sounds good, man. Be well. I've had your YouTube channel up here. You guys go find Kevin Fernando. He goes by Solopreneur on his YouTube channel. Watch this guy. Keep an eye on this guy. Go support his stuff. Lift him up. And I'm sure he'll do the same with you. And uh, it's been great, bro. Okay. Be well. Be legendary. And I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you, Dave. It's been a pleasure. All right. See you, Kevin. All right, my friends, that's it. Nothing more to say. It's been, it's been, it's been legendary this morning. I've, I've got to hop on other calls and start my week, start my day. Have a great day. We'll see you guys back here tomorrow for Wake Up Legendary.